Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Luxury Pool and Spa. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. I guess you couldn't talk Ron Holland into coming to the University of Arkansas. But we at least know the kickoff times of the first three Razorback football games. And we also know that SEC discussions continue on whether they'll play eight games or nine games in 2024. Okay, let's go home. We're done. (laughs) You know, it's, uh, I guess I was a bit surprised. Uh, The G League Ignite must have came up with some big numbers, big dollar numbers. Yeah, uh, I know it had been reported, or at least it had been suggested, maybe as much as a half a million dollars, because they make certain exceptions for certain players, and uh, you would think Ron Holland would <laughs> would fit that category. You know, it makes you wonder. Uh, I think, for all indications, I think we believe Devo Davis is returning to Arkansas. Now, what's the deadline? What time? Today. Is that like midnight tonight? I, I don't know if it's like 6 yeah. o'clock. I, I so know that... No announcement. No I announcement know on that. Oscar Shibway is holding a press conference as we speak, hmm. but he will be announcing that he's going to forego his college eligibility and remain in the NBA draft. Oh, really? That's what's expected. Um, but I, I don't know if it's 6 o'clock Eastern... 10 o'clock Eastern, midnight Eastern. I, I don't know precisely. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you read a lot of things about withdrawal, but they rarely ever say, okay, here's the deadline. So I don't know precisely what is the actual deadline to withdraw. But, again, we're, we are expecting Devo Davis to come back. Mm-hmm. But we're also expecting Jordan Walsh to stay in. Now well, we don't know that. Is, yesterday, well, you know, it's interesting. Kevin McPherson said fifty-fifty on Walsh, but, where he hadn't been that lately. But okay, if he's staying in the draft, is it necessary to have a press conference? No. To me, it's more necessary to have a press conference if you're, if you're returning. So you think Sheepway? You don't think he's returning, do you? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, I say no. I'm just going by. The reports well, these that's days, out there. Pe- these days, people put it on Twitter. I'm guessing Devo Davis will put it on Twitter uh, when he dis- when he wants to make an announcement. And I guess Jordan Walsh will do the same thing. I guess, but w- if there's no announcement by the time they have to withdraw, then you just have to assume they stay in, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't. Okay. I don't think there is a mandate right, that right, they have to right. do either. You're exactly right. They don't have to. You're exactly right. But I would guess that if they don't make an announcement, that they're staying in, because that means that would be a safe assumption. Right. right. And I would guess that if they've changed their mind and they're coming out, they would make even if it's just Twitter. They would. They would say, "Hey, guess. Hey, happy to be a hog again." We assume. Now. Right. And if one of them leaves and the other one doesn't, that means there's still a scholarship available. So you got this other transfer we've been talking about. Nelson, he's out there. Is there anybody else? Or could, did, could Arkansas dare go into a season with just 12 scholarship players? 
since I, I, don't, eight play I, anyway? I don't know if <clears throat> if one move creates another move at this particular point. Meaning, let's say Jordan Walsh stays. Does that automatically mean now? Because we found out, obviously, that uh, Ron Holland is not coming to Arkansas. Does that automatically mean that Grant Nelson is coming to Arkansas? Or does There's one spot open. Does it automatically mean that Walsh is coming back and and somehow uh, Holland found out about that and thought, well, we're similar players, so I'm, I'm going to go to the G League. <laughs> that is uh, as the world turns, it seems like. Now, I'll say this, Rick, for as much, and maybe in some ways there's not as much going on uh, with announcements, whether or not they're going or they're staying, as there is in the high school world. We made the announcement, the major move that went yeah. from Bryant to Conway, that being by Buck James. Mm-hmm. Quad Sanders, who was the defensive coordinator for Bryant under Buck James, had taken the job in Jonesboro. There's now an opening in Bryant. Apparently, Quad Sanders is going to be the next coach, head coach, at Bryant. Ooh, so he's pulling one of those. I was the head coach somewhere else for three weeks or a month, huh? Uh, I hope it's longer than Dana Altman was at Arkansas. Well, yeah, he's been at Jonesboro for any time. Well, he probably he may not have even been there, or he may have just kind of gone back and forth because contracts go July first to June thirtieth in public education. Well, Walt, I'm a Walt. Uh, Randy Coleman was the previous head coach. And I think he retired. At Jonesboro? At Jonesboro. Okay. So that, I don't know if Quad was there. I'm sure he stayed for the championship game. He may have started in January. Oh, uh, but okay. here we are now. He can do that. Yeah. In uh, end of May. Yeah. And now he's the head coach. Hadn't coached a game on a Friday night for the Jonesboro might, Hurricane. Might then we found out moments ago. Wow. My dear friend who I've known for a long, long time. In fact, if you remember the night we did the tornado relief show from Dickie Stevens Park, one of the coaches I had on that night was the head football coach of the Charging Wildcats, Randy Sandifer. Yeah. I just found out right before we started today's program, Randy has resigned... His last day will be after tonight's spring game, and he will be the new Parks and Recreation Director for the city of North Little Rock. <laughs> so is he now, what happens to Steve Shields? I don't know. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so, um, a lot of uh, musical chairs going on right now. Sounds like it. Yeah. And, uh, That's why it's musical. I don't know. I've always heard that term, musical wow. chairs. Yeah, cause, although you, what it involves is there's one chair that uh, somebody's left out of getting a chair. Has anybody left out so far? Is that <laughs> Steve Sheehan? I don't know. You're talking about? Uh, you know, Steve, if you're listening, just give us a clue what you're doing, brother. We love you. He's been a long, long time. Uh, assistant coach, head coach, one time the head coach of the Little Rock Trojans, right. mm-hmm. assistant coach at Missouri. I mean, the list goes on and on. Steve, he's been around uh, for years. He was a junior college coach. But um, so the Parks and Rec kind of caught me off guard to begin with. And now here we are. <laughs> here we are now with uh, uh, Randy Sandifer, who has coached at North Little Rock, if you remember that day, Rick, well over 30 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. yeah. 30 years wow. Randy's been a coach at North Little Rock in some variety, whether it was the head baseball coach or assistant basketball coach or assistant you know, football coach. Hey, no matter what stage of life, people sometimes are looking for a different challenge or something different to do. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't matter how old you are. It, it can it can hit you and say, "Hey, I'd like to do something different." So, 
and 30 years in public education, he's going to have a lot of money in that retirement fund, and so he can say, hey, I think I'll go do something else. Yeah, yeah, it's time. It's time. Wow. Um, well, you're just a plethora of information here. You just got lots of it, don't you? Well, um, it's a fast-moving world, apparently, and sometimes I feel like we get left out. I do want to say a special thanks to uh, the general's son, uh, Lieutenant General uh, Chris Campbell. He's going to help me today stay in the loop on some things, so I want to uh, give him a nod of the of appreciation uh, for helping with all these goings-on we've had so far. All right, Rick, rather than continue on, we missed this gentleman yesterday. <clears throat> Pardon me, I don't want to miss him today. Here's Sterling. Sterling, my man, good afternoon. Hey, guys. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to run talk to y'all a little bit about the baseball RPI. And I've been hearing a lot of complaints about it. And I don't really understand why. Now, I love Cal Peterson, uh, Rooney, and, and I read a lot of the college baseball stuff. And they all been really pounding this RPI. They changed the RPI, uh, I think, around 10 years ago, around about 10, 8, 9, right around that neighborhood. And the biggest complaint was how the Northern teams had to play so many road games that they really wanted to get some games in because they had to come down south, you know, like you do for spring training. Right. You know, you come down south where the weather's better. Right. And it, and it was a, a disadvantage to them. They had to play all them road games. So they came up with this new RPI system that was way heavily on road games and road, road victory. You know, like the road, like 1.3 where you got the road win and you got a .7 for a road loss. And it used to be one, one for one. And then, and then you have this winning percentage of your own winning percentage, your team's winning percentage and your opponent's winning percentage. And 25% for your opponent's opponent. So you had 25% for your winning percentage, 50% for your opponent's winning percentage, and 25% for their opponent's opponent's winning percentage. Hmm. Now that, that tried to play into favor of all the Northern schools and try to help the, the mid majors to, where they could load up on their schedule if they so choose. Yeah. Where they had to go on the road, yeah. But I don't care how you fix the the the, the, the RPI. The best teams, if you do it fairly, are going to rise to the top. No matter what, no matter how you how you figure it up, no matter what equation you put put in that computer, right? The good teams are going to rise. So it kind of backfired on because your opponent's opponent. That's where the SEC comes in, and your opponent. You got all these good teams down here. And if you come down here and don't beat them, and you have a good record up north, that's just going to enhance more SEC schools. So yeah. I don't understand the big commotion about why they feel like they need to change it. It seems like they just want to change it when we start when we start dominating. They change well, it from back in the day, and they change it again. I can tell you, Sterling, and you know, yeah, he's he's really good, Peterson, and everybody respects him, but. That whole thing was about West Coast baseball. That's that's what it's all about. Because you're right, the northern schools come down. They can benefit. The, even the teams of the old Southwest Conference, the Big 12, uh, TCU beat the snot out of Arkansas this year. That that's a good win for them. And uh, you know, Arkansas upgraded its schedule this year because just playing the in-state games, so many ga- in-state teams, so many games hurt them in the RPI. Everybody's aware of that. But on the West Coast, they won't travel. So if you're California Irvine, you're not going to go play at Alabama or at LSU. You're not going. And so he held up, he put up Cal Irvine's uh, statistics and compared them to Indiana State. And they're almost identical. But I don't know what Indiana State's schedule was, but I'm guessing maybe they came down south and played some games. Those West Coast teams won't travel. They won't do that. So they have only themselves to blame. Nobody else to blame, just themselves for not. Now you can may get a Pac-12 team that will every now and then, but those other teams and they're. Hey, Cal Irvine may be really good. Santa Clara, if you look at their records, you think how in the world are they a number four seed? 
same thing. They probably never traveled anywhere to play anybody any good. That's why they're a number four seed. So they may be really good. Might beat Arkansas. But that's the whole thing. It's all about the West Coast. Well, I, I just couldn't understand it. I mean, that's why they changed it uh, a decade ago. And and the way I just, I, I don't want to repeat myself, but I guess I'm going to. <laughs> no matter what you put in there, the good teams are going to be the good teams. You that's can't right. manipulate the RPI exactly. that bad. Then, then you're cheap. Well, let's just say this. Georgia faltered at the end, but they had some quality wins. Do you think of the 54 non-SEC teams in the league, all of them are better than Georgia? Probably not. And yet they didn't get in, but 10 SEC schools did. But this year the SEC is just tough. Mm. I mean, really tough. So, too bad. I'm sorry, Cal Irvine. But that's what the whole argument is about. It's the West Coast schools that will not travel to play tougher schedules. And then you, if you play, if all you do is play some Pac-12 teams, well, other than Stanford, none of them are any good. So that doesn't help your RPI yeah. either. Yeah, I know this is going to sound crazy for me to say it because it only it only will affect one spot. But it seemed like to me that they made sure they made it work, but it was not going. It was going to be impossible for the SEC to have eight. Now, that's just me talking. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we know it's going to be hard. That would be almost impossible to do anyway. Yeah, but they made sure. That, I mean, I know it's seven. Seven can actually make it. That that won't happen but, either. It, no, it, it won't happen. But they yeah. made sure it couldn't happen. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. No no, no problem there. I mean, look, you got you got eight hosting first-round regionals. Eight. So, uh, you know, there was going to be some... Uh, clash there. I guess LSU and Kentucky are paired against each other. I can't remember if anybody else in the SEC is, comp- is uh, paired with an SEC team, but it's okay. It, look, they, our SEC got all it could, all it could, uh, everything it deserved. I would agree with that. That guy said, "Oh, I just can't believe that we lost Ron Holland. That that was a shock to my system. <laughs> I can't believe that he was that." Playing the G League, and I know you can just play basketball only. I know you get some little money, but the NIL, it's hard for me to believe that we can have, we can make the money comfortable, and you're going to be riding a lot better. You, your travel is going to be a lot better at Arkansas. Uh, I would think your facilities would be just as good as oh, anything a G League would have. I, I was very shocked by that. It may say as much, though, Sterling, about the fact of here's a young man that didn't necessarily care about the college experience. Yeah. That's true. And why go through that college experience if you really don't want to be there? And this is a full-time job he is taking on. And it's basketball. He'll eat, sleep, and drink it. And he doesn't have to worry about classes. He doesn't have to worry about anything academically related. So... It may have been just such as simple. He got what he wanted from at least a financial standpoint for the beginning of his professional career. And then the next step would be uh, he can devote his full-time attention to that. It could be it could be that simple. Yeah, I, I can I understand that. I, understand. I just thought that maybe somebody could compliment to it, you know. But, well, I mean, but I I, okay, on the, okay. Again, being real, it's one year, just like it was with Anthony Black, just like it was with Nick Smith Jr. You're only talking one year. That's all. That's all you would have had Ron for. Period. Yeah, but as you'd point out, would he been good enough to put Arkansas in the Final Four? And we don't know that. Well, but I'm just saying though, from his perspective, I'm talking about one year. Yeah. Right. Well, and Sterling, just remember this. you can't lose what you never had. That's so Arkansas, true. Arkansas That's didn't true. lose him. Never had him. That's true. I, I, I just, I you know, of course, being, being a selfish fan, I just, I thought that it would be a, a good, a real good get for one year. I mean, if you sure. really don't want to go to school, I mean, you can go sure. to school for one semester. You don't have to go back to school no more. He, he could have been the difference about. maker. But now you think right. about this. When it was all finally said and done last year when they did all the number crunching who was the number one player 
in high oh, school basketball. Nick Smith Jr. And okay, you, know, you get Ron Holland. There's no guarantee. That's right. What if that he it's going to make the difference. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. But I'll show if I see him not make a difference again. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to have found things. out, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, exactly. Sir. Thank you, Sterling. Take it easy. Always great to hear from you, my friend. Now, if we could hear from Joe, we haven't heard from Joe in a while. No, Joe, I think he still listens. Time for an update. Call, well, it's okay. He, he can just say he, he can just say I'm sitting here by the beach and uh, I'm, I'm living the good life. Just say just say hello, Joe. That's all we're asking. Um, you probably knew this before I even made note of this, but I I had a question that was on our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback yesterday. I didn't have an answer, but I have an answer today. And that is, the question was, when does the first game or games start on Friday? The earliest game, and these are all central times, earliest I can see is 11 a.m. As an example, in Charlottesville, Virginia, at 11 a.m., Virginia, boy, they, they drew a tough first-round match. They have Army. 38 and 16. Yeah, That's Army's a good team. Good. Army's yeah, a good almost team. Almost beat Arkansas, yeah. Yes, they did. Did it take extra innings, if I remember, for Arkansas to win that one? Uh, either did or they scored They scored late. I know Army, Army was leading in the sixth right. or seventh inning. Uh, in the Lexington Regional, Kentucky, it has an 11 o'clock start. So there are several 11 o'clock, there are several noon and they're staggered times all throughout the afternoon. Can they get everybody out of the dorms at Kentucky for that 11 o'clock start? No, they're going to be enjoying those apartment-like <laughs> suites that they're not going to want to leave. Back in a moment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Online marketplaces like Facebook have become flooded with sketchy cars and even shadier unlicensed car dealers. These vehicles are sold one after another and often have rebuilt or salvaged titles. Buyer beware because purchasing vehicles outside of a reputable licensed car dealer leaves you with zero consumer protection. Avoid any problems by shopping Watney Butte Jim C next to Sam's in North Lurock. All pre-owned vehicles at Watney endure an exhaustive inspection process and background check. At Guadney Butte Jim C, you can be sure you're getting what you pay for when it comes to pre-owned vehicles. This month, new Sierras qualify for 0.9% financing. Get new GMC terrains at just 1.9%. Plus, everything, everything on our lot qualifies for 90 days, no payments. That's right, no payments for 90 days. Guadney Butte Jim C, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Our website, guadneybuttejimc.com. Guadney Butte Jim C, Pulaski County's only Butte Jim C dealer. GMC, we are professional grade. Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen Sports Car Giveaways. Play at Saracen all this month for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang convertible courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, the Ford Mustang Convertible. Take the short trip to the only Arkansas casino where someone will win a Mustang convertible. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. When you call Blackman Auctions to sell your assets, you begin a multi-point plan to get the highest value possible. Each auction takes 30 to 45 days of planning and strategic marketing for your real estate, your equipment, and your assets. You've worked hard for your property, and it deserves more than a sign in the yard or a post on the Internet. Sometimes marketing is more than just a commercial with a great-sounding spokesman. Call me. Let me come up with a plan to tell your story and turn your assets into money. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman auctions. 
Office Rental, Storage Rentals, Container Sales, Mobile Container Solutions has you covered. Call today and they'll get one on the way. 501-541-2600. That's 501-541-2600 for Mobile Container Solutions. Brit Floyd, the world's greatest live Pink Floyd experience, returns to the theater at Simmons Bank Arena Friday, June 2nd to celebrate 50 years of the dark side of the moon. Tickets are on sale now for Brit Floyd, a live Pink Floyd experience. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. No, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs during the Memorial Day sales event. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's Gut Check Time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Gut Check Time. End of the month, May 31st. That's today. That is at Double B's. If you want to take advantage of these great May specials, today is the day. It's Gut Check Time. You got to check out all of the May specials. To me, the headliner, kind of a toss up between the 20 ounce crush, the old orange crush, for just $1.50, or the one liter of brisk tea for $1.25. Those are the headliners. Yet then I look at the 28 ounce Gatorade and G Fit for just $2.25. That's pretty tough to ignore as well. That's why you got to go see my friends at Double B's. That's why you got to check them all out because this is it. This is the month of May. We're closing it out and we'll be moving on to June. And there'll be some great new specials that you'll find at Double B's. But you know what you're going to find every day at Double B's? At least. Majority of them. Chester's Chicken and the Big Rock Pizza in their delis. And if you happen to be in either Clinton or Cabot, you can check out the Baskin Robbins ice cream. And got to take advantage. Take advantage. Ask your Double B's cashier about sign up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. It's Double B's. It's where you guess it, grab it, and go. Make it double B's. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks for being with us today. I don't do it enough. Oh, I need to do this real quick. Marianne, we did not laugh at you. No. Marianne says, by way of our Asher Record Service Company live-in feedback, Friday pitching. Just for the record, Chuck Barrett was on with Ty and Tommy this morning. He said the same thing Phil said. He thinks Tigert starts Friday. Will Mack follows him out of the pen. Mm-hmm. So they're both going to pitch at the same time, Marianne? Now, now hold so on. when Tigert goes out there, then Will McIntyre follows him. Right out of the bullpen? No, no, no. Those don't make fun of Marianne. Marianne's oh. a great listener. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But but I think did did you just say Chuck Barrett thinks that Tiger will start. And that was the point was No, he said the same thing. No, yesterday no. Marianne said Oh he does. He thinks said Phil yes. said Phil said he would start. And Phil didn't say he would start. Which led us to wonder if he had inside information. And Phil made it clear he did not. He was speculating that Tigert would start and Chuck Barrett's speculating again. So, hey, Marianne, you're a great listener. We just want to let you know that that was speculation. It wasn't a firm, uh, a firm commitment. And even what Chuck said, he said he thinks that that's going to happen. We don't know. And yesterday when we were talking about it, uh, I think Kevin uh, Bohan and I were in agreement, and Randy maybe too, that 
start Hunter Holland. You know, there's a guy that gives you eight or nine innings. Now, Santa Clara scores a lot of runs, but had they not won their conference tournament, they wouldn't be in the NCAA tournament. They had to win the tournament to get in. So do you hold off a little bit, risking uh, not using your best pitching against them, or do you start, um, you could start Tigert, and what if it's one-to-one after five? Do you then have to go to Nick Smith instead of McIntyre? And McIntyre can pitch later, or you pitch McIntyre knowing he could come back again. But if you lose the game, there may not be an opportunity for him to come back again. So there's just a lot that goes into the decisions here, and the only guy that knows for sure is Dave Van Horn. And maybe Matt Hobbs. And Matt Hobbs, his pitching coach. That's right. But but all we said yesterday was they didn't definitively say that. They it was speculation. So Marianne, it's okay, and we and we would never make fun of you. No. Oh, no. I I probably should not have changed the tone of my voice a moment ago. Marianne, I sat in sackcloth and ashes, and I apologize. I didn't mean, I didn't mean if it sounded like I was making fun of you. But I will make fun of Jake, because Jake is always <laughs> the man on the move. You got it. How's it going, Double R? How's it going, Rick? Man, Thanks, we're doing man. great. You're talking to the pirate here, baby. Hey, man, I had a four-day weekend over the weekend. Got to spend some time with family, some time on the water, some time on the river to the National Cemetery. Come on now. Whoa, good for you. uh, Now I'm about to be in one of my very favorite cities in America, the beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona. Coming into it right now. Really? Flagstaff? I'll tell you all. That is a beautiful area. It is. It is absolutely cool. I'll tell you, I I was stationed in Colorado Springs for seven years. I was stationed in NORAD. And I did all the mountain sports, snowboarding, all that stuff, hiking, rappelling, climbing, all that stuff. If I was to move to a mountain town today, it would be Flagstaff. Oh, Hands down, beautiful. It's beautiful. There. Yes. But uh, anyway, called, uh, called to talk about the pitching situation. And, and you know, Bubba, I can't remember which show it was on this morning. Um, I think it was The Zone he called in uh, for his weekly segment thing or whatever with Justin. But he kind of hinted at the same possibility of Tiger with Will Mack backing him up. But then he also said, you know, Dave Van Horn plays 27 outs at a time. And you have to win that first game. Oh, absolutely. You have to. So, I, I don't, this is just me. I think you see Holland come out on Friday. And I'm not well, upset by that. And, okay. and if, 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 if Holland... If Holland can get you ahead and you can pull him early, he can still give you a few innings out of the bullpen maybe later on in the weekend if you need it. That's, that's my opinion. And, yeah. you know, I'd like to hear you. Rick, you're, you're everything baseball. So I go to you. Yeah. I'm ready for Dave Van Horn to hoist that trophy over <laughs> Vaughn Walker. I, I'm so ready to see that. And I think the whole state of Arkansas is. To me, this is more important than basketball. That's just me. Yeah. Um and also, before I get off, I just want to say it's great to hear from Sterling. I think this is the second time I've heard him on one of the shows within a week. Sterling, we miss you, buddy. Call in more. Uh, you always have great takes. With that, I'll let you guys go. Rick, Randy, thank you guys so much for your time, and uh, enjoy your short week. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. Well, it, again, if it were me, and I'm not making the decisions, and whatever decision Dave Van Horn makes is the right decision. I would go with Hunter Holland in the first game, and I'd go with Smith in the second game, because I think they're the they're the two best pitchers. So why would you he, why would you hesitate to use anything other than your best two pitchers in the first two games? Now I can understand Chuck and Phil making the speculation that if you can beat Santa Clara with Tigert and McIntyre, then you've still got your two best pitchers left. the The thing is, they've been using them both in the same game. Now, if it takes both of them to beat TCU or Arizona, okay, but then you're then you're in a little bit of a bind in you know what you do on the last day. So um, you know it's just or on Sunday, and you definitely need to win in the winners bracket because if all of a sudden you're playing on Monday, then who is who's good enough? There's bodies, but who's good enough that you can totally depend on? So anyway, that that's just the way I would play it. But I am not making those decisions, and whatever he decides to do is going to be the right decision. Now, you look at Santa Clara, we should say they score a lot of runs, but 
yesterday we were confused whether who won the Stanford game. Well, they lost the Stanford game, but they lost 20-17. to 17. So they may score a lot of runs, but they may give up a lot of runs too. And Dave Van Horn may be making a gamble saying, okay, if Tigert is good enough to hold them to two or three runs and McIntyre can finish them off, maybe Arkansas can score nine or ten runs and it ain't going to make any difference if they can produce against Santa Clara's pitching staff. Do you trust? That, to me, helps determine this decision. Do you trust that your offense, particularly in the middle of the order, returns back to their yeah. previous That's the big quote. You're exactly pre-injury right. status? That's the if you remember story. Josenberger and um, Jared Wagner were hot when they before, were hurt. Before they got hurt, right. Yeah. And we know their woes since then. Yeah. Jace Morphin. Mercy, the struggles he's had lately. Yeah, three for 37. Wow, and he's, he is way too good a player. And you that. do not know what to expect. I love him. Maybe of, of this year's team, besides Dylan Carter, who's hurt, uh, but of players, everyday players, I love Brady Slavens. I love watching Brady bat. But you have no clue what to expect. When you least expect it out of him, you might get a grand slam. But then you may also, if, if if they've got left-handers in particular, you may see a lot of waving at the ball. Yeah. So you don't know what to expect. Now, I know there was talk of moving Peyton Holt up in the batting order, maybe as high as the, as the three-hole. i got to believe, Rick, this has to be from a managerial position. And if Kevin was in here, he could he could probably comment a lot better than I than I could, but you're talking now, and I think he almost made a joke when Kevin said, "Yeah, it's 99 percent mental. It's not 99 percent mental, but there is a lot that goes into it." Yeah. So, right. where does Dave Van Horn in his in in making these now crucial decisions on trying to make his batting order? How much mentally would it affect one of your players, one of your, maybe even captain, in this case, Borfren, if you moved him from the three-hole to the seven-hole? Mm. Yeah. How does that affect him mentally? What does that do to his confidence? Those are a few of the things that a coach has to ponder when he's making out this lineup because I've got confidence in you, however... If I go with your most recent track record, you don't deserve to be in the three or the four or whatever hole it may be. It's like Caleb Cowley. Why not move him up? He's been hot. Uh, maybe outside of Peyton Holt, those are the two hottest sticks that you've had. Well, what happens, though, you move him up, both of those guys up, let's say the three or four hole, they fall flat on their face, particularly when you're talking players in scoring position. It's easy, so easy to second-guess yourself. <laughs> so easy to second. Yeah. And it's just like with who do you start pitching-wise. When I see what Hunter Holland has done lately, you know, he had that one bad game following that masterpiece, that complete game masterpiece. Uh, the next game out, I think he only lasted like three and a third innings. But yet, he's pitched extremely well all season long. Hagen Smith, he appears like he's rounded back into tip-top shape. And Brady wasn't that impressive his last game out. But those guys are a lot smarter than I am. But that's just part of being paid to sit in that chair is to make those kind of decisions. Uh, That's exactly right. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports, 501-661-1037. Back in a moment. Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. 
Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Tour right here in Sherwood. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I got to go see the manager to talk to. And then you're going to be stuck there all day trying to figure out what the right price is. When you come to Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood, you're going to see our prices displayed on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see. Folks, there is no negotiating or haggling. Everyone gets my best deal. Look for the green tags. We'll give you the most for your trade-in. We need your trade-in. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood and let us show you a better way to buy. You'll get the best deal and I promise a hassle-free buying experience. Come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Ward Road in Sherwood. Or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Graduation season is upon us and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli with options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Giant take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. Hey, it's Roger Scott from my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their summer auto loan specials that's available for all five counties that Alcoa serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off and make no payments for 90 days. Or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models, or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to alcoacommunityfcu.org and apply securely online today. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards. Located out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. For 15 years, I worked in Springdale at Springdale Public Schools. Now I'm not up there quite as much, but I had business up there today. So you know what I did? I stopped at Tacos for Life in Springdale. Usually at the one in Fayetteville. And, of course, they've got them all over the state. They started in Conway. They're in Little Rock. They're everywhere. But I stopped at the one at Springdale, and i got to tell you, I, I enjoyed the grilled chicken taco, the one taco meal. You get chips. You get salsa. They have Coca-Cola now. That was really good. What a great way to enjoy lunchtime at Tacos for Life in Springdale. Now, one thing I know, since I bought my meal, I I purchased, basically purchased a meal for someone who's food insufficient. And you know what? In June, we're getting close to June, Tacos for Life is going to hit the 30 million mark for people that they've helped who are food insufficient. They've provided meals for them. Absolutely amazing. You get a great meal and you help somebody else. Why don't you try it out? You'll absolutely love it. Tacos for life. And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Let me do a little quick cleanup real quick before we head back to the phone lines. Rick, we were half right, half wrong, if that makes sense. Uh, J.K. sent this to me a few moments ago, and I just pulled up the schedule. It says, uh, Rick Santa Clara versus Stanford. They played twice and split. Oh. 
Stanford okay. won the most recent game, twenty to seventeen. That's right. Early in the season, Santa Clara won ten to five. Okay. The ten to five game occurred on March the seventh. March the seventh, and then the most recent game. Well, it's almost now a month ago, May the ninth at Stanford, uh, twenty to seventeen. Okay. Santa Clara well, they, lost that they've game. They've won like nine of their last 11, and that was one of the losses, and that's why I saw that score. So. Yeah. 20, so. 20, okay, 10-5, to 5, they won early in the year, but the 20-17 to 17 game, which we were quoting that score, um, that was the recent one. That was the most recent one, correct. Okay. And uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company, Live Fin Feedback. Marianne said, Rick is never wrong. I forgot. No, well, I hear... I'm wrong a lot. Says, well, I will be here Monday, talking about Marianne, to tell you both I told you so. And, <laughs> Kevin, you have made the big time. And Kevin Bohannon, too. Okay. And then Marianne but, goes on to say... We didn't say Brady Tiger wouldn't start Friday. We're, we're all guessing, right? So you can call Monday. And oh, I know. I'm, I'm throwing... I'm throwing, guessing, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Oh, uh, Marianne says, LOL. <laughs> I am sure Bubba, Phil, and Chuck have no inside info at all. <laughs> LOL. And Hunter Holland, in his interview on The Buzz said the pitchers know what the plan is, but they aren't going to announce it until Thursday when the coaches do. So, Phil and Bubba, no, they just aren't (laughs) confirming it. Then Marianne went on to one more. (laughs) Bubba, Phil, and Chuck. When three guys like Bubba, Phil, and Chuck are saying they think this is the plan, they have heard something credible. Trust me. We trust you, Marianne. Yeah. Now, I, I, totally. don't dis- I do not dismiss what she just said. Yes, they could have had conversations leading them to believe that that's going to happen. But I want to tell you again, Phil texted me after the comments on the show yesterday, and, and I snuck him in the last, the last segment yesterday and said he absolutely has had no conversation with uh, Dave Van Horn <laughs> telling him who the starting pitcher is going to be. So he said he was strictly speculating. And Phil, Bubba, and Chuck all hang out together at times, and so it's not surprising that they would all think that way, right? And the conclusion to this story will be told Friday. tomorrow by oh, Dave Van Horn as he will announce who okay. the starting pitcher will be on well, Friday. I can't wait, because if he announces before we're on Drive Time Sports that Brady Tiger's the pitcher... Then, Marianne, you ought to be our first caller, and you can tell us how stupid we are. I hope there's a drum roll when Dave, he looks into the camera, and he starts doing a drum roll. This is for Marianne. This is for Rick. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he said, we're starting Will McIntyre. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to follow up with Brady Tiger. Yeah, right. Let's talk to Woo Pig. Woo Pig, good afternoon. What an afternoon. I got to tell you something about your uh, engineering, but I got to tell you something about Marianne. Yeah. I was sitting here listening to the commercial that Rick was doing, and all of a sudden Randy came out and blew me out of my wheelchair. <laughs> he did, and and then wow. Rick comes back out and he's low talking again. <laughs> so I didn't understand what he said. I think he said oh. something about Tiger Woods. <laughs> He got delusional in a hurry. Oh, my gosh. Tiger Woods, the Mary Chicago Ann, Cubs. Marianne ought to be on the show. Yeah, you going to have Marianne on the show. <laughs> if, if Brady Tiger uh, pitches tomorrow, Friday, wins the game, and Arkansas wins the regional, then we'll be happy to have Marianne on the show. Yes. I will tell you, Marianne, you are welcome anytime you want to come right. down to the mm-hmm. studio. I will oh, welcome you with open arms. She'd be a ball. Oh, she'd be, I, yeah. I so you heard uh, that, Marianne. You have an open invitation. <laughs> that is the best thing I could get out of this day, except the Cubs. Oh, they didn't win today, but they did beat Tampa Bay two days in a row. Yeah, they did. And we yeah. won two out of three. Yeah. And and the betting guys are in trouble, as who would have thought. Well, that's baseball. Anything can happen in baseball. Oh, Even the no Cubs can win. How about the Oakland A's beat the Braves two times in a row? And the Oakland A's going there to that go. series were 10 and 45. The Oakland A's 
have lost more games before June 1st than any team in Major League history. But they beat I the Braves. I can barely hear you, Rick. Rick, you got to turn it up. Okay. I got a terrible can... ear and I got a terrible phone. Okay. Everybody else is hearing me. I'm sorry. I know, but Randy so, comes through so loud and clear, and he's so crisp. Well, he's a crisp guy. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I, I just have to respond the way. Now, as far as the uh, Razorbacks go, I've got an idea about what's going on here. You do? I think Dave Van Horn has done what he can do, and he's going to make the best of whatever he's got, just like you're all thinking. And he's going to surprise us somehow because he always pulls the Dave Van Horn out. Now, it may happen it goes the other way. That's baseball. But i got to say that I have a total confidence not only in our team. Our hitting is going to come back. We know we can't get any worse. It's got to come back. Yeah, I don't think those were pretenders who put up all those numbers before the injuries occurred. So, yeah, you'd like to believe that they are... Ready to break out. Yep, the horses are in the stable, and they're ready to bust out. Let's give them a chance. But uh, they go hogs. Um, I, I love this. Uh, but Marianne, please, please, make some time out of your busy schedule for us peons out here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Woopig. All right, I need to move and move quickly, so let's do this right now. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, you know, the thing about Santa Clara, they haven't seen the SEC pitching like Arkansas did all year long. Very true. you got to figure those Stanford games, Stanford wasn't throwing their aces at them. Well, you know, and the thing about Kyle Peterson, I'm sick of his uh, RPI deal because the West Coast teams will not travel to uh, Southeastern right. Conference teams or Big Ten teams. That's right. Occasionally some Pac-12 teams will. And part of its budget, I'm guessing, although I don't know what kind of guarantees they get for coming, but uh, some of those schools may not have the budget to do that. I mean, I understand the little schools, but like Stanford and the Pac-12 teams, they could travel to Alabama and Texas well, here- and places like that. Here's what's interesting. Do you know there are four schools from California that are in the NCAA tournament? Three of them are playing at Stanford. Santa Clara is the only one that's leaving California to play. I know. I, found, I mean, when that whole uh, deal was brought out, I found that amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Rick, but I believe Brady Tiger's going to start game one because if you start your best pitcher. <laughs> well, it's okay. Don't be sorry. If he does, uh, it's all right. That's I... a guaranteed win most of the time. Anyway, guys, I hear the music, and I'll talk to you later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You never have to apologize for speculation. It's okay. Neil, are you listening? If you don't have odds on who's... I'll just ask Neil here in a moment. Who's going to start game number one? That's got to be something on Saracens. All right, hour number two straight ahead. It's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to report a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now, what are y'all going to do about it? Oh, you sure?